rolling. Okay. Kira, let's put on some headphones. Ooh, that's a little hot. We're doing the levels. The, the, take my earrings off. The, the air conditioner is so loud okay. in this room. Welcome to the Eric Lang Show. Thank you for having me. Kira is, uh, I mean, there's so many different, I have a hard time. I don't know if you've listened to the podcast. I have been listening to the podcast, you actually. Have? Really? Yes, I listened to two episodes so far. I listened to your Michelle Wee, okay, obviously. I like that one. And I listened to your page, Sporanic. Sporanic. That podcast taught me how to say her name. That was, I actually had a lot of fun on that podcast. I can't hear. You can't hear. Oh, Mm-mm. you know what? Her headphones, stand by, everybody. <laughs> Just, This is so high they're, tech. They're, oh. They're battery-powered headphones. Wow. They're All actually, right. they're, they're not Beats by Dre. Those are Beats by Snoop. Which oh, is, even it's better. A, it's like the supreme of headphones. Cool. Um, so, so how's that audio? I, 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 Hello? I, am, I have had no coffee, but I'm extremely energized. Yeah. So apparently that sounds also the plumbing. The so there's like a lot <laughs> oh, of things like, going on. You also hear a ticking of a clock, right. too. So that's the clock we, right behind us. We are on location. We sometimes do the podcast on location. And today it's in an unnamed golf club. In Los Angeles. Unnamed. Oh, we're not going to name it. If you look at my Instagram story, everyone will know. See. Well, this is going to come out, you know, probably next week. I don't know. But, Akira, I, I really, I, I'm trying to figure out a democratic way to introduce everybody. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know how you want to be known. So how would you introduce Kira Kazantsev? Kazantsev? Kazantsev. Kazantsev. Like expansive. Expans- expensive? I- expansive. <laughs> Sometimes expensive. Also. I would imagine. I mean, you're, uh, you know, I don't know. How do you say that? You're priceless? Thank you. I appreciate. I appreciate you. Um, well, I don't really know how I introduce myself either these days. Oh, come uh, on. The most, I guess, interesting thing about me in the past, if people know me for, is that I was Miss America. Boom. Which is like a thing. Do you? How do you feel about that? Like, are you like I'm ready to move on, or I love it, or? I mean, it was almost four years ago now, which is right. crazy to say. You still look like Miss America, though. Oh, thank, you said- you. <laughs> thank you. Thank uh, you. You know. Do you put it. the Do you put the Vaseline on your teeth? No. Is that true? No. It's not true. I'm, I mean, sure, I'm sure somebody at some point has done that. But. You just have a natural smile. Uh, well, it's, it's, yeah, sure. Thank you. And that's, <laughs> it, so, so, but anyway, do, are you, are you like, I don't want to do that anymore? Because I know some people, you need to get known for one thing and then you're like, I'm out. Yeah, well, I'm definitely, I'm very thankful for the experience. It completely changed my life. It's why I know you. It's right. why I, yes. I, you know, it's given me a whole new kind of lease on life. I was going to law school before I won. Whoa. I'd gotten into Notre Dame Law, and I was doing the pageant to pay for law school. And No way. I kind of, you know, blew up my life in the best way possible. You were doing so. the pageant as a way, because do you make money as a as a participant or only if you, you get win? you get scholarship money as a participant so just for entering a lot of these competitions will give me give you like 250 or 500 dollars and you know a lot of girls compete at local competitions you have to compete at locals first but if you don't win the first one you know maybe you got first runner up at that local you got 200 bucks and you go on the next one the next one Whoa. as a local contestant you can rack up thousands of dollars so i did that for two years from uh, indiana or w- w- uh, city of New York, right? Yes. Look, the producer knows. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff doesn't share Jeff? this information with me. I always do my research. Yeah, I, so I went to college in New York. Jeff. You said Notre Dame. Well, yeah, but that's where I got into law school. You threw me off. All I, right. Okay, that's Sorry. true. That's fair. That's fair. I was like, where did he get that? Um, yeah, so I went to college in New York. You okay. can. I'm originally from California. You qualify to compete where uh, you live, essentially. If you have six months is what it takes to qualify somewhere and I'd been there for six years and I competed there and so you did this like as a not as a joke but it really no not as a joke (laughs) but it was a flippant decision or well as a kid I grew up singing and dancing I loved to be on stage so this was a way for my mom to like 
okay, go push you out on stage. This is an outlet for all this energy you have. Right. And it turned into this thing that I did with my mom and it was a, a very low maintenance thing for us. We bought my wardrobe on eBay. She bedazzled stuff for me. We spent no money on this. It was right. just a, we're just doing this for fun, Kira. It's just another way for you to get to be on stage. Right. And so I'd done a few things like this. I, you know, I kind of grew up in this world of rhinestones, if you will. And in college, I, you know, I checked it out and I'd always thought about doing Miss America. I never thought that I could be Miss America. I never in a million like years thought never, I would win. You never were like, I am going to do this. No, no, never. Because I, I thought that I wasn't tall enough. I wasn't pretty enough. I wasn't skinny enough. I wasn't any of, enough of anything. And which is all like not true. You don't have to be any of those things to sure. win Miss America. Case sure. in point me. But you, you, it just kind of turned into this thing and I did me and I won. But relative to the other Miss Americas, are you different? I don't really know. I would say every single Miss America is incredibly different. Really? We're all, you know, we get together uh, about once a year for reunions. Oh my God, that must be it's awesome. It's hilarious. Are, are you, I mean, is it, is it true that like essentially, are there, is there ever a bad winner? Like, 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 you know, cause I'll, you know, you know how like in a cast of characters in a movie, you've got the evil person. <laughs> is there ever like an evil Miss America? Not that no. I'm asking to gossip, but. No, no, no. I mean, everybody's very different, but for the most part, they're all awesome. They all have right. incredible stories. They're all wonderful people that just care a lot about the universe and that's why they do this right um a lot of people don't know that you you have to have a, a platform to be able to compete which is an, a cause that you advocate for mine is right. domestic violence related so and you started and you had that idea originally or they were like or they, they tell you that no 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 you think that you, right. you so no i mean i mean um you uh i guess i had a stupid question moving on no, it's not a stupid question at all. It's just, it's something, everybody, it's not just about the rhinestones, is right. what I'm trying to say, is right. that everybody's doing it for a reason. Uh, these are amazing women that go on to be lawyers and doctors and reporters and right. moms, and, you know, they're not trying to be a Victoria's Secret supermodel, which is wonderful too, but that's not necessarily the end goal. They're doing it right. for, for, you know, whatever their reasons might be. That's a huge differentiating factor. You're not a model. No. Have you ever modeled? I've done like small print stuff. I'm five you, foot five you, and a quarter. You, <laughs> I wish you could see her face when I asked her if she was a model. She like, you furrowed your brow and looked at me as though I was crazy. <laughs> I mean, and you're beautiful though. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wear nice clothes. I like to go to premieres. I do red carpet hosting. I do yeah. entertainment hosting. That's kind of my life now. Right. Um, but no, I have no desire to be a, a but model. What do you have a desire to do? Boom. Oh, that's a big question. What's next? That's really interesting. So after the year, I right. moved to LA and I started, you know, going really hard and pursuing. After the year, what do you mean? So, so after being old, Miss America. Okay, and you that was how long? Four years. That was yeah, almost four years so ago. You've been in LA three years. I I'd been in LA for two years and then I moved back up to the Bay Area. And now I'm kind of back and forth. I have a weird life. Right. So. But you're not in a long distance relationship. You're you you both live here. For right now, yes. Okay. Yeah. For today. <laughs> for today, yes. Got it. Yeah, we're down here uh, for uh, his work, so. Right, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, so, I for- lost my train of thought. What uh, so how did uh, you get into golf? No, 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 no. Okay. She was telling a story, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Jeff! No, no, no. We, I can Jeff's get it. chomping at the bit. I can talk about that, no, too. I have a great question to get her into that. Gotcha. The next one is... Um, no, you were talking about uh, L.A. Oh, so, okay, ta- after the year. What's next? Yeah, I moved to L.A., and I was going after entertainment hosting. Right. And I kind of got to this point where I didn't know if that was really my dream. You know, I decided not to go to law school. I moved to L.A. It was the land of no after a year of the Wait, land of yes. L.A. was the land of no? 
Absolutely. How? Really? Every say yes. Oh my gosh. I went to so many auditions, this and that. And you go from this super high of, you know, I'm Miss America. I yeah. get to do all these amazing things. I was introducing Pitbull at the American Music Awards and giving awards to right. One Direction at the Amer- like at the billboards or whatever. Like, right. you know, that's a completely different life. And then you go back to LA after you're done and it's like, you're normal again. Yeah, it's like, welcome back. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's, you know, part of the process. But I, I, started to have to think about what it is that I really care about right. and enter golf and yeah, my life so has kind of changed. I was but. actually curious, talking about golf, do a lot of other Miss Americans? Is that America's. Miss America's. Mm-hmm. Miss America? <laughs> no, cuz is good. <laughs> Miss America's. <laughs> did, they, did anyone else play golf on the Miss America tour? I think like 20 years ago there was a Miss America that played golf. Really? Yeah, I think Ky- Kylie Barker, she was a Miss America in the 70s. She plays golf. Um, but I was the first one in a long time that really? played golf and our security rec- director, his name is Rodney. He does the security for the BMW Pro-Am in Greenville, South Carolina Yeah. on the web.com. And he, uh, does their security as well. So he asked me hey, as he does every Miss America, Hey, can you play golf? Because they've always wanted a Miss America to play in their celebrity Pro-Am. Um. And I was like, well, Yes, actually, I grew up playing golf with my dad. You grew up playing golf. I'm so jealous. Yeah, well, I mean, my biggest regret in life is quitting. I quit in high school because I, you know, the boys were mean about it. It wasn't cool. It was just this thing that made me even more different than I already was. So I stopped doing it. You're in high school. Mm -hmm. You're, uh, I mean, are you the prettiest girl in school? No, definitely not. I'm like awkward. You're middle? You're the middle of the range? I'm definitely middle of the pack. You're like a middle pick? (laughs) Like, you're like not first round. No, I, I thanks, so <laughs> all, my, all my high school you nightmares are coming true. No, I was just, I was, um, so my parents are Russian immigrants. Okay. And first generation. I'm first generation. Shit. So I'm kind of, I've all, and my parents moved around a lot when I was a kid. My is, dad, it, is it racist for me to say you don't look very Russian? I don't think that's racist. I don't racist. think that's racist, right? But you don't look very Russian. I, you well, look, it, I'm a mix between Armenian, Jewish, and Russian, so I've got a lot of weird stuff happening. Am I crazy, Jeff? She look, you look 100% American. But what is American, Eric? American. We is all like, come from somewhere. Uh, American is like uh, you know Jessica Simpson or something like that. Like I like, do not look like Jessica Simpson. I, don't, I knew I was going to get shit for that. I knew I was gonna get shit Thank for you, that. but no. I don't even know what Jessica Simpson looks like. But She's, it doesn't matter. She, I have blonde hair, and she has blonde hair. That's I'm yes. not that I'm not that blind. But, <laughs> but, but no, you look. You just look like uh, what is it? Apple pie. You know what I mean? Like well, thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. You're but, right though. What is that? That's that's incorrect. That is actually the false thing. Not that you don't look Russian. It's that you look American. That's the wrong thing. Because an American yeah. looks like anything. America can be anything we want, right? Man, I gotta you quit. De- I gotta... You define America. You define Miss America the way that you see Miss America. Stevie Nicks told me that one time. Really? Mm-hmm. Legend. Right? Wait, so, so, <laughs> but I can't get past the guys making fun of you for playing golf in high school. Yeah, they were just mean. And this oh, is where everybody, in New York? Rural New York? No, 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 no. I went to high school in the Bay Area. Okay, right, okay. Um, it, not that they, it was just... Not cool. I wasn't cool. Right. And I decided to be a cheerleader instead. Nice. Major mistake really? of my life. Well, no, it was fun. I loved it. I, I loved performing. Right. But giving up golf for that was oh. really dumb. Yeah. And well, maybe not. I mean, maybe then you came back to it with more fervor. Yeah, I definitely have. I definitely have. But I, I, you know, I wish I'd played college ball. I wish I'd right. done all that stuff. And right. you know, seeing all these young girls now on tour, I'm super jealous of them. Like, oh my god, you, you guys are you could, so cool. You think you could have done it? I mean, you have a good game. We played together. I think that if I had continued to play at the pace I was playing at at 
12, 13, 14 years old, maybe I could have gotten there. Right. Um, but obviously now that dream is dead. Do, would but. you actually though, like, I mean, I try, I play this game myself sometimes, you know, where I'm like, <laughs> what, what would be different? What you know, like, yeah. like if, um, uh, if I, if, if I had never made that little tiny video that turned into adventures in golf, mm. we would definitely not be sitting here. Yeah. If you had, you know, maybe one day just picked up the club and had a hole in one that one day, like at 12 and a half. Maybe, when you decided to quit. Yeah. Maybe you would literally be like Michelle Wee's nemesis. I, I prefer to be her best friend. You'd be her best friend, but, but you'd all, you. you can also kick her ass. Yeah. You know? I that mean, would I'm be great. Saying. That would be what dreams are made of. But like, would you really trade the experience of being Miss America no, for... No, I wouldn't trade anything because this is right. what life was meant for me. And I, I get that. I'm, right. You know, I try not to live too much in the past. But, <laughs> you know, sometimes it, I do think about what life could have been like had I not quit golf. But it still, you know, I had those fundamental skills because I started when I was three years old. Right. And when I picked the club back up, it was kind of, you know, slow going at first, but it just slowly but surely came back and people wanted to play golf with Miss America. So I got to do all these awesome, cool events. And since then I've played in pro-ams at Pebble Beach. I've done events with the PGA Tour, with the Senior Tour. They they fly you there. If you're free, you do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I just got. Do you get paid for that? Uh, usually sometimes. no, sometimes it depends, but I, I do a lot of hosting work for golf too now. Right. So I do, I saw that Tiger Woods funded yeah, yesterday. Yeah. I was just doing stuff with them, but I'm doing their event in Vegas. I just, Sweet. I just got, um, I'm totally free that day, by the way. I'd love you, to go. If you want to come out, yeah. they would love to have you. I'll just, I'll be, I'll clap louder than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the clapper. Tiger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just, I'm going to be at the U S open for, as a host for the USGA. High five. So I just got That's that news. Super cool. So I'm, are uh, you with a team on that? Who else does that? Is it's, it's like the Haley, USGA's or, uh, official something or another. I don't right. know. They do a lot. They have a golf channel guys do it. Right. Um, but I'm going to be doing all their digital content. Oh, that's so super cool. I'm really excited. Are you coming with ideas of what you're going to do? Yeah. I, I send them a lot of stuff. Right. You know, stuff that I've done on the red carpets. I'm like, oh, right. this would be cool. Especially I'm doing a lot of fan experience stuff. And, right. You so. should dress up like a guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, no, that's been done. Like they've just, had, they've had a lot of people. Um, like they just had Troy Mullins dress up as a granny and hit at Riviera. They, they no, had. You should, you should dress up like a guy on a Tuesday and go into the locker room and be like, "Excuse me." No, where, they wouldn't. They would never let me in the locker room no. or two. You, you can't get away with that. Yeah, I would um, never get away with it. Well, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, you probably have a great question brewing, I can tell. I do. I was curious yeah. when you first got into golf. What were some of the things that almost kept you back from? participating from moving forward in it because it is it has the stigma of being conservative of being closed-minded of, of when I when I got back involved. into it or when just I so as a kid as a kid were you so seeing some as of those a things? kid I I think I was just little and I didn't yeah. understand that there was sexism involved or that there could be sexism involved around golf so I just didn't get it I just was out there just like the guys it wasn't uh you know, it was never made aware to me that in some way I should think about myself differently because I was a girl on the golf course. I could play just as well, if not better, than the boys. So I was always comfortable. It wasn't until I was older, until all of a sudden I'm back as Miss America in the land of Instagram and, you know, sometimes the sexualization of golf that yeah. I became aware of, like, oh, crap, you know, I'm a woman on the golf course. And you go to all these really fancy country clubs and there's women or men's only days and um I've had people make really inappropriate comments to me and you know nobody was saying those types of things to me when I was 12 but at 26 I'm much more aware and much more self-conscious about it than I ever was as a kid 
Do you have other friends or women who play golf as well, or is it? Not, not really. The only friends that I have that play golf are like industry people that I've kind of met along the way that I meet at pro-ams or uh, through media stuff, but none of my like real life normal, like outside of golf people that I grew up with, nobody really plays golf. So if I want to play, I have, I play with my boyfriend. I play with, you know, guys that I know, uh, somebody like Eric, but I don't really play with any girls that I know. Do you think what you just mentioned prevents girls and women from participating? Absolutely. It's the most terrifying, uh, intimidating thing. I'll go out on the golf. Hello. Welcome back. Sorry. (laughs) What happened? Are you okay? I took a break. I ran to the car. Did you get those cookies? <laughs> you knew it. I, it. I, I literally was like, he's going to get those I, paleo I forgot, cookies. I Do you want one now? Can we take a break? <laughs> yeah. Can we take a break? I, <laughs> it's so hot it's outside. Not a hot, oh, okay. It's so hot outside. And I fucked up the recipe again. I don't oh, know what's wait, wrong. But I like it when they're a little smushy. They're so a little smushy. Good. And they were in the car and it was so hot. So I rescued them. But all, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Are you going to roll the dice? We were just talking about the intimidation of being a woman on the golf course, and you brought cookies. I don't know what that's like. What's it like? (laughs) Everyone hates when we chew the cookies on the podcast. I'll talk. How about this? How about this? This podcast is brought to you by almond flour and chocolate chips. This is good. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. I I need to come up with a creative way. Maybe by the time this is posted, I will already have. (sighs) <sighs> of sharing the recipe. I am now thirsty. But you already shared the recipe with Michelle. You went through the entire recipe. I did, but I got it wrong, I think. No, I, I just, I'm not really sure whether it's a quarter cup of coconut juice or uh, coconut uh, How oil. How about you just make the graphic uh-huh. your recipe? Like the background of your graphic? <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. It just says the Eric Lang show and then the recipe. Oh, no, the right recipe. Below. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Um, all right. Yeah. Cookie complete. Yeah. Cookie phase, I mean, you can keep eating, but you got to be mindful because there are some people out there that are afraid of chewing. It's a real thing. They're afraid I think of- it's that, like, smacking sound. For my it's podcast, like- I... Oh, I also host a podcast. So I about love that. your podcast. Thank you. Yeah. But that smacking sound, I tell my producer to cut it out. Cut that out. There is no cutting on this podcast. I, I, I think that's great. So if you start throwing around slurs and curse words, it's just staying in. But it could make a lot of news, so think about it. Yeah. I, you no. know, know your brand, know your audience. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you, won't, you don't curse. I mean, I do not on a podcast not recording. Not when there's a microphone in front of you? Yeah, I mean, I just don't need what that is, out there. In the like, if you, hey, someone tried to break into our room. <laughs> I don't know who that was. It didn't, it didn't anyway. Um, what did I miss? Let's, let's, let's get back to it. I'm going to eat this cookie away from uh, the mic. Well, we were talking a little about sexism in golf, and mm. maybe you could contribute a little bit from your conversation with uh, Paige Baronic about what she has experienced. From, okay. Isn't he great? <laughs> you are Isn't phenomenal. <laughs> you just gave me such an odd look when I said that to you. I was like, <laughs> no, no, I mean, Jeff, you're just so good at your job. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you could, can, maybe you could, I don't know. <laughs> Eric, maybe you could ask yeah. this question. Yeah. <laughs> um, what did Paige and I talk about? It, I forget every podcast as soon as we do it. You talked about how. You know. Well, yeah, I listened. Just, when did you listen to it? Today? I listened to it actually on the way up here last week when I was okay. playing in that. Oh, that's so cool. I am, yeah. And um, then you were like, wait, I have a text message from Eric from months ago. Yeah, that I was like, oh crap, he texted me. Yeah. And do, so I responded. Do you get a lot of texts? Uh, like from people that I know. Yeah, do you just get like, te- like, is your phone just like, sometimes I feel like the phone is just like, shut up, dude. Like, there's just too many text messages coming so every, in. I'm really bad about 
I'll, because I, my life is, I don't have a um, nine to five job. I know that was like a thing with you and Paige. <laughs> I, I, uh, seven to five. Seven to five. I don't have a seven to five job. <laughs> and um, I just, you know, I'm all over the place. I'm a freelancer. So I'll be doing something randomly and somebody will text me and I forget. And, right. you know, I'm yeah, so actually, trying to be better. That's why that. I have red receipts on. To go back to Michelle's podcast, mm-hmm. I have red receipts on to keep me accountable to reply immediately. Yeah. So when I open it up, I make sure, because some, some texts are long. Some texts are not like, hey, how are you? Some texts are like, hey, I have 9,000 questions. And then if I read it and don't get back, I will never respond. Yeah, I I don't know if I want to have red receipts on. I'm not quite there. Try it for a day. See how it feels. I dare you. I'll get back to you on that. I'll get back to you on that. Anyway, so sexism. I mean, not using using red receipts. Whenever I eat the cookie, I always cough after. You should have brought water. I know. I'm not leaving. I'm not getting up again. No, it, was, no. it was stressful leaving the podcast because I felt like I was swimming away from my boat. Sprinted down those stairs. Yeah, and I'm wearing golf spikes. And I just <laughs> are, are you allowed to even wear those in the clubhouse? Golf spikes? Is it, are yeah. they metal? Allowed yeah, and, uh, guys, what are you guys? You guys are like coming down on me here. Like <laughs> we know the just, rules. They're soft spikes. <laughs> okay, as long as they're soft fine. spikes. No, you, you have you ever met anyone who's worn metal spikes? Professional. Mm, That's professional. Maybe. I don't know. Sexism. Is it on the golf course? Is that what we're talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah, when you first started playing. Or the second time around. Well, we were talking about how when I was a kid, mm. I never noticed anything like that. I right. never thought that I was different than the guys. Up until what age? When I came back as a golfer at 22. Right. So because I had my first experience with like race differences was my best friend in uh, elementary school lived right next door to me. And he was African-American, black. I don't know. Is it bad to say black? Can I not say that? I don't know. He was one of the two. What do you decide? And we were like tight. Yeah. We were like super close friends. And then like one day someone was like, hey, whatever, he's different. And I was like, huh? And it was just that planted in my head, like from then on. And then, and then I remember one day I was walking down the street and I was like, cause I lived in a nice town. It was fine. It was a middle, middle class town of just like, you know, old brick walls and stuff like that. And then it was like, all of a sudden I realized that there are different areas mm-hmm. where people are less fortunate or more fortunate. And it was just like, it was like a really sad day. So I imagine probably yeah. finding that out about you playing golf and being a minority in that. Well, as a kid, I was a, just a good golfer. That's all I was. I wasn't a girl. I wasn't a boy. I was a good golfer. Right. That was my identity. But then when you're Miss America playing golf, all of a sudden people feel like you have, they have permission to come up to you and say inappropriate things. Whoa, wait, like what? Like, Did you already say this? No, not yet. Oh. Uh, let's see. Like, playing a pro-am on a cold day and a person coming up to me asking why I'm wearing pants. Like, why are you wearing pants? Yeah. Cause apparently I'm supposed to be wearing a skirt. Whoa. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> or just, just, I like pants on women. I, yeah. Well, there's always, or I mean, is it okay know, to say that? Can I say I like pants you, on women? You can say you like pants on women, I but do. you shouldn't go up to a woman and like... ask her and ask her why she's not wearing a skirt at your, at the pro-am. That's true. That's true. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've had, I've had somebody make me cry on the golf course. No. I just say like mean, I mean, comment about my, my, and I'm a really sensitive person. You know, sure. if you, we if, all you are. if you make a, a mean comment about my swing and I'm trying and you know, maybe it's not my best day on the golf course or something. I really, really internalize that. And right. I'm not one of these girls that's out here doing it day in and day out. Out and they've got nerves of steel. You know, I still yeah. get shaken up too. Sure. Um, and I've been on the biggest stage in the world. And but in some ways, that might even make it harder. Yeah. You know, be, be, being on that stage and receiving all that positive energy, all that love, then you you know maybe you zoom out from that and you're like, I don't know, like like you're yeah. maybe well, it's more like people are rooting for you to suck. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. They I want had... you to not do well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, negative comments just suck. Mm-hmm. 
but so so wait so what have you have you come to uh kind of a a, a way of dealing with it what, what do you do yeah you know it's still a process for me i'm still figuring that out but yeah. I, I think every time i play another event every time i get out there again it's you know a little less challenging the nerves are a little less of a nuisance right it's a constant thing and I'm okay with that. It's I'm not perfect. I'm never going to be like super confident about all things. I'm definitely confident in certain areas, but golf is one of the most important things in my life and it's hard. It's a hard sport. It's hard for anybody and you totally. add all that other stuff onto it and it makes it gives it this entirely different level of difficulty. Hey, it's Claude Brothers here, Randy and Jason, and we have a couple of podcasts. If you you know them or you don't know them, check them out. We do View from the Cheap Seats, which is sports and comedy, and we have a podcast called Dumb People Town where we break down stupid behavior done by stupid people in this stupid world of ours. It is hilarious. Check them both out. And now, check out this podcast. But I would have to imagine that if you're... In order to be in a in a beauty pageant, much less win, mm-hmm. you have to be incredibly calm under pressure. Because you, if you're singing, mm-hmm. or if you're even just talking, if your voice shakes, like you're not going to win, right? Yeah, like you cannot be nervous. Well, I had my ten thousand hours. No drugs. No. <laughs> no, I had my ten thousand hours of practice for Miss America, and I definitely. I'm working on that towards golf, but but you I mean, actually did have ten thousand hours, or I mean, my whole life I was right, I was right. a you know public speaking, I was performing, I right. was like born and bred to to do something like that. Not necessarily that, but it was my passion. I loved to do that. So when in my final top five question they asked me, uh, what is an issue that the uh, female United States senators should band together on to influence the male majority? I talked about my internship with Senator Kirsten Gillibrand and that the United States male senators should do something about sexual assault in the military and I can talk about that because I have my 10,000 hours and things that I care about and that was what I did do you were you were you a victim of uh, sexual assault or something is that that why you talk about it or well I I did have a negative experience with that in college and uh, that's where my domestic violence platform comes from yeah so it was really easy for me not easy but just it was a natural thing for me to talk about and I would go into schools with little kids and and talk to them about healthy relationships and putting yourself first and hands are not for hitting and talking to an adult that you trust or you change that conversation when you walk into a domestic violence shelter and you know I women that are literally hiding from somebody on the 4th of July in America behind bars and being a part of that reality so it was a huge honor and a responsibility to get to do that when I was Miss America and beyond like the waving and the rhinestones and yada yada that stuff is fine and dandy but it was a real thing that gave me an opportunity to make an impact and that's what I did for ever since ever since that time in my life so all right so speaking of impact I'm (laughs) I'm gonna go ahead and guess that um I don't know the listeners of the podcast we don't have the uh genders of the of the podcast listeners but at least on my Instagram it's 82 percent male that's correct. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> bing, bing, bing. so so assuming that it's something like that, so assuming that you know there's there's mostly men listening to this, yeah. And I'm also going to assume that most of you guys listening right now are not assholes, right? I'm gonna. I just have to. Right. I mean, yeah. would you assume that? Yeah. Let's, let's be assume, optimistic. Let's and, assume that. Yeah. Most of you guys are awesome guys who would, um, you know, it's not chivalry we're talking about, right? What we're talking about is equality, basic human respect. Basic human respect. So okay. Um, what I'm going to ask is like, so even though they are, you know, probably within our mindset here, like, like what could we as a group of people do, right? Like to, to move out further to that, you know, to, to further what you're talking about. Um, 
Maybe it's a small thing. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't know what it is, but I'm trying to think about it. You know, I think that sometimes when people make negative comments even, right. they don't realize that that might get under somebody's skin. So is a negative comment kind of like, because um, I actually would think, I don't know what you mean by that. What is a negative comment? Like that guy that came up to me and told me that I should be wearing a skirt. Right. You, was you, he quasi like, flirting? Because yeah, well, flirting is kind of the weird like middle area where it's like, no, if it's unwanted, just, it's not this okay. This is like nothing against an older gentleman, but like I'm 22 and you're a 70 year old man coming up to me and saying that's probably not appropriate. Yeah. That's, that's not age appropriate. Yeah. So, um, just, I'm all for a good joke and fun and games, but to a certain extent, I don't want somebody to come up to me uninvited, unwarranted and make a pass at me. Right. Uh, with no, you know, there's, there was no lead in or anything like that. Right. So now I'm sure that at the same time though, there's gotta be a way to, you can be that person and be like, you know, I, there's probably a way to go out and like, I don't know. You know, I guess, I guess who's the role model out there. Is it James Bond? Is he a good guy or is he sexist? I mean, he kind of just tears yeah. through women actually. Yeah. He's kind of a womanizer. Let's see. Who who is the movie star? Is it Anthony um, Lane? Is it um? um is it, I feel like Ryan Reynolds is great. Ryan, Ryan Gosling is good. Ryan Anyone Gosling. named Ryan? Yeah, Ryan <laughs> Seacrest. Chris Pratt. Uh, Ryan Chris Seacrest. Pratt. Yeah, Chris Pratt. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's great people out there. Most people yeah. are wonderful. There's a small percentage of the world that sucks. Right. And but as a as a as a person, as the listeners of this podcast are probably not those people. So what do we do? Right? Do we go up and tell that guy, hey, you're making her uncomfortable? Well. Yeah. Is that, is that good? I mean, do you I think want that? Yeah, I do want that. I want have... somebody to hold people accountable. If you see something that's gross, tell them that's gross. Because right. a lot of times people might not know that it's inappropriate. So if you as an outsider see, like, come on, dude, don't make her feel uncomfortable. Right. She's, so, she's already the only woman on the golf course. Like, don't patronize oh, her She's already more. the only woman on the golf That makes me really sad. I makes me yeah. almost want to cry. Well, I mean, it's, about I, I mean, it's I, I choose to go out and be the only sure. woman on the golf course and sure. like, it's empowering to me. I'm out there and practicing just like everybody else, but that doesn't mean you need to go up and offer me unsolicited advice on my swing. Yeah. If I'm working with an instructor or whatever it is, you know, like, right. you, you go work on your swing. I'll work on mine and I'll let you know if I need any help. But so in that situation though, you, someone's saying something to you, someone else notices that it's bad. You, you would fully welcome the idea of, Absolutely. Hey, just knock it off, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's all it takes. Is a, a big issue with uh, surrounding domestic violence is no one wants to talk about it. It's this thing you sweep under the rug. It's none of my business. Well, at a certain point, I think it is your business as you know, a citizen of the world that right. you should speak up. And something that I've always struggled with is speaking out and sharing my voice. And right. I'm a shy person naturally. So for me, really? to, for me to do that is is you know, almost verging on painful, but are I still you, do it. Among Miss Americas, are you the minority of are it being shy? Does that make you a minority? Mm, I think all of us have a sense of being reserved just to protect ourselves because we've all experienced intense negativity and right. scrutiny. So we all have some sort of a wall built up. So we, that's a universal fact. Um, but I mean, beyond that, you know, perf- when you're out on a stage, you're perf- it's a performance. A lot of artists... You know, they go out and perform, and then they go back to their trailer or whatever, and they don't talk to anybody. It's right. very similar to that. So, um, so wait, so going back, so so um, knock it off, dude. And then, <laughs> but like, um, why is that? Uh, ha- why is that so hard? You know, like why why don't a, we do that? It's a cultural perception that uh, you know I don't want to stick my nose in that person's business. Yeah, and I I'd rather look the other myself. way. And that's why uh, you know abusive relationships are so prevalent they're everywhere uh and you know ranging from the spectrum of uh, emotional abuse physical abuse sexual abuse whatever Mm. um but there's 
if, if somebody was just offer a little bit of compassion and listening, it's amazing. It can go such a long way to feel like somebody actually took the time out of their day to care about you, right. which a lot of people probably don't feel like anybody cares about them. I think it comes down to like we, uh, as, as humans, we feel very little responsibility over anyone else's life. Yeah. Other circumstances. Yeah. And it's really easy to, to be selfish in those situations. And I tell people to be selfish and to put themselves first and to do things that make them happy. But at the same time, um, be kind and go outside of yourself and help somebody. It's not going to take more than five minutes out of your day Yeah, and it could make a huge impact for them. Like responding to texts. (laughs) <laughs> like responding to text. I know. No, I, uh, you know, you know, it's funny how life goes on mm-hmm. and you remember certain things, right? Mm-hmm. You remember like events, but not all of them. And one of the events that I actually really remember really well was I was 21 and I had just moved into my first apartment by myself in Brooklyn and <clears throat> there was a... <coughs> God, that cookie. That was in that art studio you were <coughs> living in, right? Uh, uh, no, this was in a townhouse. <laughs> oh, okay. I, um, in Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I like somehow rented a floor of a townhouse. It was like really far away from Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how I got it, but it was a nice little neighborhood. And um, below me was a couple and they were fighting one night and like it got crazy. And like, I, I didn't know what was going on. I was just listening to it. But I remember it got loud and it sounded like there was abuse going on. He was getting really upset. She was shrieking. So I called the police. I remember I was, but I remember the experience of not being sure whether or not to call the police was very yeah. terrifying yeah. and feeling like if I call the police, am I going to get in trouble? You know what I mean? It might something happen to me. And then, yeah, the police came and, and I heard it all. I heard every little word and I was, it was, it was, it was like traumatizing mm-hmm. like for not being directly involved. It was very strange. Yeah. Well, that event happens all the time and I guarantee most times people don't call. Yeah. So call. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough to think about, you know. Yeah, yeah, but it's so. a, it's a reality of life, and it's um it's been something that I've been really just privileged to get to talk about and share about. So yeah, that's it's, good. It's been awesome. Yeah. Um, I, we can change subjects, but <laughs> I'd, I'd like to apologize for. I know there's some loud noises going on. I don't know if you can hear them, but they're I think they're drilling a hole to China. So that is, uh, <clears throat> that is uh, gonna take a while. And, uh, you know, the entirety of the podcast, yeah, at least. But Elon Musk is uh, spearheading it, and um, you know he's gonna put a, a roadster in the middle of Earth, so that when nice. it breaks apart, it'll be right there. Okay, oh, great. Any uh, what else you got, Jeff? Uh, well, I was curious about any golf Jeez. advice you could give to Eric. Oh, good idea. Oh. I, I played know. really good the day we played yeah, together. Yeah, you played really well. I played well. really good. Yeah, that was one of my best days. That was really annoying. See, it's interesting. I was like, man, I wish he was a little worse. <laughs> <laughs> I play great when I'm nervous. Oh. I don't know why, but whenever I'm nervous, I just usually, I, I don't know. I'm just scared. How often do you play? Golf? Um, that's a really good question. I don't even thought about that. I, it's very sporadic. You know, like, mm-hmm. like I'll play, it's very sporadic. I'll play, <laughs> I'll play like three times one week and then I won't play for two weeks. Yeah. But I would say on average, it'll probably relate to 1.5 times per week over the year. Okay, that's you pretty know? good. But I do a lot of no- I do a lot of nine in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we shoot adventures in golf, it's not really playing. Like I've we'll- been watching your show. Have you been? Well, because when I sit down with people, I like to know things about them. And do you right. have a favorite episode? Oh, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> well, see, I'm the opposite though. Actually, I you like the research. I actually kind of like not knowing. I like being I able to meet you where but you I are. But I have this like ingrained in me from 
years of Miss America speeches sure. that I needed to make sure I showed up. We can up talk and, adventures in golf. What do you want to talk about? No, we don't have to talk about it. I'm just saying I very much enjoy it, and I think you're pretty funny, and your team is great, and the naked episode, <laughs> although I can't unsee it, was hilarious. <laughs> so. you, know, you know who else can't unsee it? <laughs> Bob, the editor. <laughs> It's a blur that out in After Effects. Yeah, he literally blurred out every goddamn clip of my penis. Poor guy. Poor guy. Um, But, oh my gosh. Yeah, so it's pretty awesome. I'm glad you like it. It means a lot to me. Great job. I care a lot about it. And it's something for me that's like, you know, when people are like, I like that show, like, it's almost like they're saying they like me. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's a very emotional experience because I don't know, like, I was probably a lot like you. Like, in school, I was, like, kind of weird. And I had a lot of friends, but I think I struggled with... uh, the experience in general, you know, mm-hmm. and um, feeling connected to something. Mm-hmm. And in a weird way, like, uh, golf has been the thing, this little tiny ball, the people that play it, that, that's that been the thing that I've probably connected to the most in my life. So it's cool that you're here from that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Tell, tell them about really the story cool. when we played together. Oh, my gosh. It's, it was <laughs> one of the craziest golf experiences of my life. Okay. <laughs> it was um, you, Eric, me, Craig T. Nelson, Jesper Parnovic, and Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> That was at that pro-am event, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That and, is a cast. And it was, it, the reason I think I even got into this event was because Caitlin was playing publicly for the first time as Caitlin. Right. And they wanted her to play with a woman, me. And so that's how I kind of got recruited for this, which I was awesome. I didn't even which put was that together. Awesome. I was like, yes, thank you. That's so cool. Yeah. So. Um, it was a Champions Tour event. It was in, a Champions Tour event at Sherwood. Sherwood, yeah. And it was hilarious. We taped it for... Scratch, I think. There right? was like a lot of camera crews. Like there was Entertainment a lot of stuff Tonight happening. was there. Caitlin was like swatting them off like flies, you know. And we, we did something for Scratch. We did, uh, I don't know what else we did. Then. But really, we just had a great time. We just had a great time. Yeah. I saw, I remember the beginning of the round was funny because I thought, first of all, Craig hated me. <laughs> well, he has like <laughs> a stoic he, face. He's, he's very salty. Now you're besties. We're besties. He's very salty. He was like, can you play golf today? I was like, I know. I mean, if you can care, what are the fucking chances, you know? Um, and, uh, and then, but I remember like, I remember you and I were kind of hanging a little bit in the beginning and then, uh, and Caitlin was there and we were talking a lot about golf and I was hanging with her and then, but the back nine, it was you and Caitlin. Like you guys were in a bubble. We were, we were just, you know, you, we connected. We've texted since then. Oh really? Yes. Any, any golf since then with her? No, I'm trying. I'm yeah. trying to, Caitlin, if you're listening. Caitlin, <laughs> Caitlin, if you're listening, let me know. She did invite me once to play golf, but I was in Chile. Oh, wow. And I was like, well, can I fly right. back? <laughs> you went on this wonderful trip to uh, Patagonia, right? Yeah, I did. Oh, so you do research me. Uh, well, or at my, least you I, follow I'm me on Instagram. I'm a stalker, I guess. More. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. So she, I got this text message while I was in Chile. And she was play, She was doing around her and Danielle Kang. Right. And I was like, oh, my God. Whoa. This is the worst time for me to be they're, in Patagonia. They're all, that's all the Sherwood crew. Mm-hmm. So, wait. Tell me about Patagonia. I've never been. I've never been to uh, South America. Patagonia is awesome. It was my first time in South America. And I spoke, I speak Spanish pretty much. I lived See? in Spain, I, <laughs> abroad, when, La, in vamos college. A, vamos a hablar uh, uh, ahora en español. Wow, muy bien. ¿Puedes? Sí, puedo hablar, uh, puedo hablar español. Entonces, ¿cómo es Chile? <laughs> Chile era muy bien. Um, me gusta mucho. Sí. Uh, ¿Y sí. Uh, quién vives contigo? ¿Vives? Viviendo. Uh, uh, who did you go with? Um, <laughs> my boyfriend. Ah. Um, and our, a couple of Romantico. Un romantico, sí. <laughs> uh, y yo solo única que puede hablar español. Y ah, por eso... Entonces, es, y usted es el translator. 
Yeah, uh, that's why they brought me on the trip. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a larger group? It was, uh, uh, we went with a friend, two friends of ours that are married. So, so it was a couple's trip? It was a couple, well, actually it was their honeymoon and we crashed it. Awesome. Yeah. It was, well, it, I they want were going to on crash a, my honeymoon. They were going on a six month honeymoon. Whoa. So we, Whoa. we were like, okay, we're going to come meet you guys. Wait, who, who can do a six month honeymoon? They both work in tech. They quit their jobs. Whoa. And saved, saved their money. And I've never heard Jeff say "whoa" until whoa. right now. He's like, I should oh, do that. Mine was only like a week, so I was like, <laughs> <laughs> they saved a bunch of money, quit their jobs, and they went to the Dolomites. They went to Costa Rica. They went to Patagonia. Whoa. They went to Peru. I mean, they do, had do a they, crazy they can, trip. They can, do they play Jackson golf? Hole? Uh, Matt does. He does. Great. I'm trying to get Abby into it. That's I'm trying it. to get all my female friends into golf. Yeah. How but, do you do that? It's not working. It's hard. It's hard. Um, well, there's a lot of barriers. It's expensive. It takes time. It's embarrassing at first. It is. Uh, Jeff's embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of my female friends are, they just, it's too much of a mountain for right. them. And especially, you know, it's embarrassing that that's probably the most egregious error of it all. What is the, the, the going out to a driving range right. and feeling like everybody's watching you, even though nobody is, nobody cares, and nobody cares, They're but, about but you, but you feel like everybody cares. Yeah. So that's hard. Well, it's it's hard to publicly do something bad. <laughs> yeah, it would. The driving range is basically like uh, karaoke, but there's no private rooms. Yeah, and there's no music, so you're just like ah, you know, like, and everyone's like that guy can't swing. Yeah, you're just struggle, struggle city. Oh, swing, sing, swing, sing. There you go. That's your next show. Adventures in golf, swing, sing. Yeah, so you have to swing while playing golf. Yeah. It's a it's a competition. Sing while playing golf, playing golf, not swing. Sing, yeah. You're already swinging while playing golf. My mind can't keep up with my <laughs> mouth, or vice versa. I don't know which one it is. Um, but yeah. So anyway, uh, we did that. We went to Patagonia. Do are we? Are, nice. Do we have to go? I looked at the clock, and all of a sudden, everyone else looked at the clock. Well, like, it was a very like it was MacGyver. Blatant. What time is it, Jeff? Uh, well, we're about forty minutes in. Forty minutes. Forty minutes. I feel like we haven't even talked about anything. That's great. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. You You're go. the host. What do you, you want to talk no, about? No, I'm passing it to you. You have your own podcast. Pretend oh, yeah, let's talk about my podcast. Your, it, open this up like it's your podcast. So you open it up. You interviewed Ashley Mayo. No, I did, yeah. yeah. So I have great hey, intro music. It's like, da, 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 da. I hear it, and I just get so pumped up. Oh, you yeah. listen to it while you do the intro? Well, because it's like, um, I quote, I I quote Jane it. Austen. Oh, how do you do and it? I open go, up the podcast for us. Just do it. Okay. It isn't what we say or think that defines us, but what we do. And then the beat drops and you go boom, 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 boom. And it's really exciting. Ooh, I like that. Um, yeah, it's really cool. I talk about cool lady bosses that kill it at life and are right. just badasses. Um, I'll say badass. I think that's a You can say badass. Yeah. Badass isn't really a curse. No. I think actually that was my first word. My, mo- <laughs> my mom was like, you, know, you want some milk? I was like, badass. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's really awesome. It's called What We Do. It's on all platforms. I, um, heard, I heard the Ashley Mayo episode. I, I, I love Ashley Mayo. She's, she's great. She's an awesome person and has become you know, somebody I really look up to just as a woman and as a golfer in general. But um, yeah, I've I gotten to talk to her. I've gotten to talk to Susie Whaley, who's about to be the first female president of the PGA of America. Awesome. Um, and uh, Megan Lamoth, who founded 4A Golf, which is what I'm wearing. Yes, I love 4A. They're yeah. nice. They're nice people. Yeah, they're great. They're nice so to me. I kind of try and bring Most in of some golf content. Don't fit me, though. Well, you're a boy. It's, it's women's clothing. <laughs> it's women's clothing. Um, yeah, she used to be a Victoria's Secret executive, so she's like knows the woman's body. Right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So the clothes are awesome and really comfortable. But I was like, I do not. So. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. No idea. No idea about that. I'm like, but yeah, uh, it's awesome. What was that game as a kid? Operator. Yeah. 
That, so you're qualified. Yeah, was, that's all I got. Operator? No, doctor? Operation. 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 Right. Yeah. Um, okay. And then uh, what else? I mean, go. Keep going. Keep going. What's your living situation like? Well, I was living in Venice for two years. Such a great area. It was awesome. Um, but then my boyfriend got a job in Silicon Valley, and I can do what I do from wherever. So um, I'm in the process of kind of figuring out what exactly is next right. amongst all the random th- stuff that I do. If you could live anywhere, where would it be? Like anywhere. Anywhere. Like anywhere. Um, you have a you have ten million dollars. I mean, I would love like a crazy, amazing apartment that overlooks the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. Oh, cool! Like in the marina. Uh, uh, yeah, so, or Pacific Heights. Pacific Heights. Pacific Heights. I grew yeah. up in the Pack Bay Area. Heights. Yeah, Pack Heights. Pack Heights. Yeah, and it's it's near my family. It's near his family. It would just be perfect for my life. That sounds like a movie. Yeah. It sounds kind of like Mrs. Doubtfire without. Um, yeah. The, he the actually grew up uh, down the street from the Mrs. Doubtfire house. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. So in, is that Pack Heights? Yeah. Oh no shit! Yeah. I was just stabbing in the dark. Uh. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, but uh, so we kind of are transient right now going between things because I'm figuring out what's next but uh, we're thinking about moving in to San Francisco cool so. well I wish you the best with that that sounds really fun thank you the weather up there is great they got great golf they have great great golf we yeah. can go play so many golf clubs up there and golf courses it's great yeah if you had a choice public or private golf uh I don't know it depends one for the rest of your life which is going to be oh, five four okay I'll say public three. because pebble there you go oh interesting because of pebble yeah interesting yeah uh, pe- beautiful course yeah I yeah, I got to play for the first time at the Pure Insurance, which is on the senior tour. Okay, and I played in their pro am, and Who'd I played play with? with Rocco Medier. He is and Jerry Kelly, a legend, and Jerry Kelly's really <laughs> yeah, nice too. Yeah, those are great guys. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Oh, that's so cool! It was a lot of fun. It was my first time playing pebble. It was a really awesome experience. I did not play my best golf, which was really unfortunate. But, right. uh, but they also had us play a mini pro am at the MPCC. And, and we won. My team won. Fucking fist bump. And I got a crystal vase, vase, yes. whatever you want to call it, uh, for it. Vase. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Thank you. And who'd you play I with at the cool. same, same group? Jerry and... Um, um, Joe Durant? Yeah. Joe Durant? Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. I actually have no idea, but Joe, I just said Joe yeah. Durant? Dur- I don't know. Oh, no. Don't put... Can we cut that out? <laughs> like, no, I need to know his name. <laughs> he was a great guy. Yeah, Tell me how much you was, loved him. He was awesome. No, but he, you don't need to know his name to love him. <laughs> he was hey, really cool. I don't even say, hey, nice to meet you now. I just say, good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah. Because we've already met and I didn't remember. I've gotten in trouble many times with that. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do with that? I mean, you know, it's like you want, you, it's, it's hard because I, I really, I crave and I am addicted to genuine interaction. I just try and laugh it off. And if somebody's like, oh, we've already met him. Like, oh, well. Sorry, I'm a jerk. Well, I'm, I'm sure a jerk it was now. great. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure it was great, and we're going to continue on having a normal conversation. Yeah. I just try and be normal about it, not, yeah. not make it too awkward, although I'm pretty uh, destined for awkward situations. You, you almost got awkward right there. Yeah. yeah sorry. Are you? You're I'm not that so awkward. awkward. Oh, that. my God. End the podcast as awkwardly as you can. we got to end it. Make it awkward. I don't uh, know how to end the podcast, so, so it's like on you. I'm I not talking th- ever again. Goodbye. Okay, well, I feel like we're going to have to do another episode at some point because I feel like I didn't really get to talk about all the things that I would want to talk about. What did you want to talk about? I I'm back. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> what did you want to talk about? I don't about? know. No. I don't know. T- tell me and we can give people a teaser to part two. A teaser to part two. Uh, I'm eating so many cookies. You are eating so many cookies. Um, I mean, we can talk about like the nitty gritty of Miss America. Ooh. Uh, we can talk about Ooh. what it's like auditioning in LA or some Ugh. of my weird golf stories. Brutal. Yeah. So maybe one a day. Okay. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm going to go ahead and already invite you back. 
Yay. Is that okay? That's exciting. Yeah. Are you free, in five, you, are are you free okay? in five minutes? Uh, we have to play golf, so no. Oh, we're going to play golf. <laughs> Jeff, let's close it out. Fix it. Do it. Cool. So how can we follow you on social media, find the podcast, You're and so all good. the great information? <laughs> yeah. He's great. This is why you keep him I love you, Jeff. Um, you can follow me at Kira Kazansiv. Uh, I know it's, if you just put type in K-I-R-A-K-A, it usually comes up. Yeah. Uh, and the podcast is at what we do podcast. So. At what we do. At what we do. That's what we do. And it comes out. What days? What do, how Wednesdays. Do you, you, what we do Wednesday. Wednesday. What we do Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. live. That's the website. Live. I like that. Yeah. What we do.com is like a million dollars. So I settled for dot live. I feel like that sounds better than dot net. It works fine. <laughs> yeah. No one cares. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This I, was awesome. Yeah, this good. I feel really famous now that I've had these cookies. They're they're private. <laughs> they, not they're everyone private. can have them. Yeah, you can, I gave away the recipe, but I made these this morning. That's why this I ran out awesome. to go get them because I woke up at like at five thirty to make these I had cookies. Such wow. a crazy morning, and you, the, the the process you got to give an hour, and then you got to bake them, and you got to be yeah. There. You said you have to put them in the refrigerator, or else they're not good. Yeah, they don't right? work. I mean, these are not the best. I'll be honest with you. Something's wrong with the recipe. I'm going to need to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> I will get back to you. But anyway. That's why I ran to get the car because, you know. It was worth it. It's a process that I enjoy and sharing it is even better than making them. And now we can bring them on the golf course. That'll be great. Uh, That'll be great. I'll put them in my pocket. Awesome. Okay. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. End scene. And we're done. Cool. (laughs) See, it's hard to end a podcast. (laughs) (laughs)